Welcome back to another episode of Yeah, Yeah, Okay. Today we're doing an episode of Continuous Hot Takes. Let's dive in. Wow. Right. That's pretty good. Oh, That's pretty okay. good. Okay. I'll always do a script. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't out me in front of everyone now. Okay, I just sorry. made that up. It was a good, it was a good idea. <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to talk about my hot take of the day or of this episode. Um, so basically mine is just like kind of a question. It's not related to the news or any like big events going on right now. Um, but my question for both of y'all is if you could, could travel to only one more place in your lifetime, where would it be? And think of it as like your whole family coming with you so you wouldn't have to go visit them. You don't have to use that lame excuse of a answer. Like you're going to go there and you die there or you have one more trip and then you live the rest of your life where you're currently living. You live your, the rest of your life where you're currently living. Okay. How long is the trip? <laughs> of course. Um, I would say max a month, anywhere from a week to a month. You can make it as long as you want or as short as you want. I think I would choose Greece just because I've been wanting to go there for like the past couple of years. And I thought that's where I was going to take my bar trip after I took the bar, but then COVID hit. So I couldn't go anywhere after I took the bar and I still really want to go there. What part of Greece? All of it. <laughs> I have a whole month. I can continue. As Marissa was talking, I was like, oh, why should I narrow myself into a box? I could just say the entire continent of Europe. <laughs> That's true. You have a month. But is there a certain place in Greece that you would want to visit for sure? I think just like all of the. Just all of it. Yeah. Not Mykonos. Yeah. I mean, all of it. <laughs> I got, what made you um what think about Greece as your bar trip um I just kept seeing a lot of like Instagram posts from like random influencers and random like travel blogs Lindsay um, Lohan <laughs> not Lindsay Lohan surprisingly <laughs> I heard, I heard. <laughs> she does not influence me yeah I don't know I feel like I've always just wanted to like or even I guess like Italy's coast, just like somewhere where I can like travel. On I said coast. one place. So. I'm saying similarly. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my choice. You already locked it in once you said it. No, I know, but I'm saying like places like that are definitely where I've been like dying to go lately. Okay. So it's the coast that kind of drew you in. Yeah. All right. That's a valid answer. I'll take it. Jacqueline? Oh, my God. I'm trying to think about where my family would also like to go. It's more about you, not your family. I know you have a caring heart, but <laughs> I said that because I know you would say, I'm going to Michigan to visit my family. But just imagine they're on the plane with you and they'll go wherever you want to. And then they can choose their own anyway, so... Oh, still travel later on. This is only my last trip, not everybody else's last trip. For yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's your make a wish. Judy, I don't know how many rules there are. I think I would fly into France 
but take some sort of train situation through to Switzerland and then to Italy. In a month. Okay. Just I like that. Rental car, public transportation, figure it out, stay in random places that feel safe, some good nature vibes, some good food, some good drinks. Just, Why would you fly into France? Uh, because uh, j'adore français et croissant. I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> Just because I really like um, France and I speak French. <laughs> Do you? Um, just a little. I think, too, like my parents have never really gone out of the country. So I feel like that mm. would give a good mix. I know you said not to think about my family, but I feel like that would be fun for my whole family to like experience together. And there's so much like art and food and everything in France. And then there's tons of beautiful nature and chocolate in Switzerland, which my mom and my sisters would like. And then Italy would just like top it all off and it would just be really nice. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, your answer, you answered it perfectly, honestly. So. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have any follow-up questions. You have to. Oh, thank you. Thank you. But you have to follow up with where you would go. Uh, mine's easy. Bali. There's surfing, surfers, good food. What more can you ask for? Have you been there? Nope. Oh, so it's on your list next. <laughs> yeah, it's on my list. Or the, yeah. I, feel like I can't say too. Lately, so I just I don't know what's on your list or what's not on your list anymore. I don't have a list. I just like kind of take myself where the wind blows me. Um, someone will say they're going on a trip to Mexico, and I'll just see if I can tag along. <laughs> Usually, they say yes. I haven't heard a no yet. <laughs> um, I haven't heard a single but... no. <laughs> But yeah, or like if someone moves somewhere, I'll, I'll try to visit them uh, and just like try to explore someplace new. Cute. That's fun. Yeah. I mean, I work remotely, so it's nice. And I can like sometimes work from wherever I'm at. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Marissa, you got any hot takes for us? Or hot questions? Yeah, I have a hot take. It's a little spicy. I cannot wait to hear what well, this is. Politically spicy. That's even worse. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you be um, in favor or against the uh, all-gender draft? Which means that, like, females could also get drafted. That, for what sport? does it? Is it just all sports? No, the military. Oh, well, I think there shouldn't be a draft at all. But if people with penises get drafted, then I think all other people should also be drafted. But what I really think is that nobody should be drafted. Okay, Bernie Sanders and Leah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's fine for everyone to get drafted. I don't know. I think the whole, like, if you're in college thing should still 
um, stay in place too. Like if you're in college, you don't get drafted as like an incentive. But what if you're in like a trade school? Does that count? Sure. Yeah, I'll make it count if I'm president. The same. I feel like they're just as important as college. So basically, if you're working at McDonald's, that's the only way you can get drafted. No, it's anybody who has any job that isn't in college or in between the ages of 18 to 25. What? Between the ages of 18 to 25. I don't know what the current draft requirements are. You really did your research on this. Yeah. Did you read an article today? Sorry, popped in my head. Got this one for a while. It's been Sorry, I literally just popped in my head. I didn't have a hot take. What's your hot take on it? I don't know. I feel like it's just so interesting because it's like, yeah, you're forcing people to like go like fight for their country when you have like a bunch of people like willingly ready to sign up to go fight for their country. But yeah, like, what do you do if, like, we just, like, get invaded by, like, three different countries? Do we just, like, sit back and take care? Like, do we tell people to go fight? I think most of it's going to be cyber warfare eventually. So it'd just be, like, mm. That's a good unmanned point. drones. Or unmanned or unmanned drones. Unpersoned drone. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. That's better. <laughs> okay, that actually brings me into it. Well, part two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I heard that, like, when the FBI or, like, those types of agencies catch, uh, like, a cyber attacker that, like, really hack into, like, high security systems, they'll, like, try to offer them a job because they obviously want to know or, like, they want their knowledge in the agency. Yeah, um, easily. But do you think that they sh- should still probably face some kind of punishment for, like, trying to... Extort money from people. And the punishment is working for the government. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a pretty big punishment, right? (laughs) I don't think it's like free labor. I mean, they're obviously going to be watched, and if they probably mess up again, they'll be sent straight to prison. But wouldn't you want someone that? kind of knew how to finesse the system on your team no totally i just think that it's weird that it's like the bad you have to be a bad guy to like yeah i feel like it's probably like they're always going to be holding that over your head like you're not willingly going to like work and patch up the holes that you found like yeah it's a better alternative but if at any time you fuck up or piss them off or don't do your job well you're immediately going to be punished. So I feel like that's the punishment for the rest of eternity. Like you have to do whatever the government says, because if not, then they're dropping the bag and you're going to prison for the rest of your life. Yep. What do you think, Marissa? Sounds like you're against it. You'd rather see them rot in prison. No, I wouldn't rather see them rot in prison, but I definitely think there yeah, has to be this like weird balance of like, okay, like we appreciate your knowledge and like mm-hmm. your ability to like, do all this stuff with technology but at the same time it's like yeah you tried to extort you know like hundreds of thousands or if not more when you're like trying to hack these like big companies or like big organizations also sometimes some people will hack these companies and say yo i found this like huge hole in your system 
and like we'll let the company know before they actually do anything with the information. Like there's like white hat hackers that do that. <laughs> they just do that in their spare time. Yeah, some people yeah. like it. Patreon. Out of the kindness of their soul. Yeah. Or you're saying it's, it's like a fun activity for them. Life. Like it like yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a fun activity. activity. Mm-hmm. It's like, can I get into the system? Can I exploit something on their website or whatever server? That's interesting. Yeah. That's, I guess, and, not necessarily my idea of fun, but. Were you about to say something, Jacqueline? <laughs> um, I was trying to think of a hot take, but what I was going to uh, say is, I guess it depends for me, I guess it like kind of depends on what the crime was too. Like if they did something, if they like hacked a hospital or something and shut shut down all the CPAP machines or something and killed people, like that. <laughs> okay, that's just like the devil's work. I'm talking about like extorting for money. Who like is leaking information that's helping people? You know what I mean? Like there are like good hackers, bad hackers. Or good hackers who make bad decisions. <laughs> okay. All right. You're giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yes. <laughs> it's just like All the right. same thing with lawyers, too, if you think about it, too, Marissa. There's some lawyers that know their client or whoever is totally guilty, but they still have to defend them. Yeah, but, like, that's, like, your job. Like, even the government has, like, people that defend guilty people. That's true. Yeah. Like, if you know they did something illegal, you technically still have to defend them. But, like, if they're, like, in the act of doing something, like, you think they're still going to go out and kill someone else, like, then you have to tell someone and you can't. Do you think most of them do tell someone if they think their crime is still at risk of hurting someone else? Um, I mean, I feel like it has to be like pretty explicit. Like you're, the client has to be sitting there being like, oh yeah, fuck that guy. I'm like going to go kill him after this actually. But like, you, like you have to tell someone. <laughs> All right, Jacqueline, what's your hot take? All right. This is the, this is what I could think of. So you guys want to have kids one day, right? Or yeah. be parents. You don't have to physically birth kids. You want to be parents. When you're a doggy. Well, sure, Leah. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Sorry. It relates to humans. If you have, if you want to be a parent to humans one day and they go to school, will you push them into doing things that they don't necessarily want to do because you want them to try things and not like look back and be like, Oh shoot. I wish my parents had made me play piano or made me try out for volleyball or whatever. Like, do you think you're going to push your kids to do that? Or are you going to kind of like let them lead that? I think I would gently nudge and say, let's try this for maybe a month. If you really don't like it, then we'll totally stop. But I'd probably say like, I think you'd be good at this. They're like, it's good to try this out. Um, And then give them a timeline so that they don't feel like they have to do it for the rest of their life. But if they're also really don't want to do it or they start doing it and they say, like, I'm done, I'd listen to them. Aww. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like my answer is, like, similar. It's, like, when you're, like, or when they're super young, it's, like, it's probably hard for them to make decisions or, like, really understand, like, certain sports or activities or certain things. So it's, like, yeah, I want to, like, expose 
to as much as possible. And then, yeah, like it just communicate with them and be like, what do you like? What do you not like? What else do you want to try or what else interests you? I feel like that helps individuals grow up to be like well-rounded. Like if you try a bunch of different things. I agree. I was just thinking about it because I remember my, I used to be so annoyed at my parents for making me go to band practice and to soccer camps. Like I really just, especially if it was a soccer camp, like outside of my town and I wouldn't know people, I would like cry about it. (laughs) But like looking back, I'm like, no, it's good. Like (laughs) it's good that they made me go, you know? Mm -hmm. And what they always told me too was like, you committed to this. If you commit to something, you have to see it through which I feel like is good. Uh, Yeah. I feel like I remember, um, like I was on certain like travel softball teams and stuff, but my dad would want me to go try out for like the orange County teams and just like the better teams. And I remember sitting in the parking lot, like when we would get there and I would just start crying. Cause I was, I felt Mm -hmm. like super shy cause I didn't want to like go meet new people and like have to like prove myself to like another team. Um, and I feel like it sucked at the time, but like looking back, I feel like it like, pushed me to like have to like socialize and like put myself in these social situations I maybe wouldn't have been as you know easily responsive to and so I feel like now when like I don't want to socialize like yeah it still sucks but I feel like I've like learned how to like cope a little bit and be like okay yeah like you're going to this networking event yeah like you can make small talk with people like I feel like Mm -hmm. it sometimes like yeah the purpose of those events was like a sporting thing like an athletic thing but i think like you learn other life skills obviously from being exposed to like a like a vast array of activities and i'm sure your dad never left the sideline when you were after i don't know he probably like went to go get some breakfast or something (laughs) he went to get a snack but was like i'll be right here Yeah, I, that's what I would not like, too, is, like, I just always felt, like, outside of my little, like, podunk town, like, everybody else was, like, way more confident, way more, like, friendly with each other, way more outgoing. They would, like, run in these clubs together because they would do these kinds of trainings all the all the time, and, like, I would only go to the winter one. <laughs> like, I just always felt, like, oh, my God. But I agree, it made me, like... I, like be able to fake it I guess and with sports too it's like it's I don't know it's uh a nice way of transitioning into that like socially because if you're good people will like if you're on if you're good on some level people will respect you and that will be a way for you to bond you know yeah because they have to respect you because you can beat them <laughs> so whoa <laughs> Well, I just feel like that helped me because I was like, I'm good. Like I belong here. Like they might be at these training camps all the time, but like when I show up, I'm just as worthy of being here as anybody else, which helped me. Yeah, definitely. So I have to just tell myself that sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I think the only thing that I was truly forced to like stick with till the end was cotillion. And my mom signed me up for that. I did not want to go. I think she let me miss a couple of weeks, but at the end of the day, I was really. How happy. long was it? I don't even know. Like, was it like, years? No, it was just one one year that she oh, made me God. do it. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm never doing that again. 
Um, <laughs> but you, say you still practice what you learn? I mean, with the bread and butter, obviously, no. I, like, you bread the whole butter when you're supposed to... Uh, you butter the whole tea. bread? Yeah, and then you butter one little piece of the bread and then gently put it in your mouth and let it melt, don't you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, no way. The food is really good. I think that's what like kept me kept going. You coming. <laughs> yeah. And then um I just I think the thing that I really loved about it was the father daughter dance at the end. I, like oh, I don't sweet. think I would have had that and that time period of my life ever how old were you Italian. i was probably a freshman in high school i would say oh, dang. or maybe in middle school i don't know i'm trying to remember the people that were there because there were some people that i went to school with that i knew in high school not in middle school did your mom do cotillion or what made her put you in um, like, what was her driving force behind it? Like, she wanted you to be lady or what? I think she just kind of wanted to open me up to that side of the world and thought that I would need it eventually in my life. I think she also just was like, these are certain things that you should learn in life and you could use them later on when you're going to be a doctor or whatever. Um, but... I don't know. I think she also just wanted to expose us to different people and different uh, cultures and stuff like that, too. But yeah, I probably wouldn't force my kids to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do like the walking around with a book on your head and stuff like posture. Like I've only seen I'm comparing it to what I've seen. And she's the man. Like, yeah. is, I'm like, oh, you had a debutante ball. You learned how to. Sing. No, I was not. There were people that were debutantes, but I didn't have to do that, thankfully. Um, I think I'm trying to remember what ex I think I blacked out most of that part of my life. <laughs> I don't remember a lot, but I think we had to learn how to like, is it foxtrot, the dance that you do? Oh, uh-huh. And like then. Yeah, then just like eating, socializing, um, like having the guys ask girls to dance, and then like every single, I, it was just like a lot of dancing and eating. Did y'all have um, daddy daughter dances in elementary school? No. I didn't in elementary school, but I did when I was like part of the Girl Scouts and I was like in kindergarten through like second grade or something. Wow. My elementary school had a daddy-daughter dance and a mother-son dance every single year. It was it was really fun. <laughs> what would they do if someone didn't have a parent? Yeah. You could have a stand-in. It could be your brother or your uncle or a friend. Or sometimes the teachers would go if the student didn't have somebody to go with. Oh, that's so sad. So sad. <laughs> I'd rather just not go than have to go with like Mrs. Johnson or something. <laughs> I have another hot take. All right. <laughs> this will be the last one of the episode. All right. If you could pick any other career or like field of work or something that like still was like monetarily satisfying to your lifestyle, <laughs> what, what would, would it be? be? <laughs> Like, like if you wouldn't be poor doing it 
Interesting. What did wow. you yeah. A pediatrician. I've always wanted to, it was either when I was growing up, I wanted to be either a pediatrician or a veterinarian. Mm-hmm. I always had a love for animals and always wanted to help them out because they're just so sweet and kind. <laughs> and then a pediatrician was just like, I always loved my pediatrician growing up. She was so gentle and like would explain everything to me, even though like I was the kid and my mom was there, she would just like make sure I knew what was going on. And I just, you know, kids are so like, they don't even know what's going on in the world yet. So they're just, they're just so cute. And it's kind of fun working with them every day. That's a cute answer. feel better. Yeah. I Taking can care of others. Working with kids too. Like, cause you're just so sweet and patient and like, you could make them all feel special and like see <laughs> Like, I feel like you don't get annoyed very easily. You're very patient. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you roast us all the time, and you'll, like, get us all the time with your quick wit, but I don't think you would do that to a kid until they are old enough to start giving it back. (laughs) 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 Otherwise, it's not fun for you. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Jacqueline. You're welcome. I, I like have a million things off the top of my head that I would rather do. Not rather. I like my job and I'm like learning from my job, but I just mean like, I want to be like a filmmaker or I would be a documentarian or I would be a journalist or I'd be Oprah, which like is so all, it's all still kind of in the same field. Yeah. I'm in the right field. If I, if I had to get out of this field entirely, I think I would be a politician. But like local, <laughs> like a local politician, and like I would the like, mayor of Mason, Michigan. I'd be the mayor of Mason, Michigan. I would run a coffee shop, bar, and I would just live my life. Okay. If I had to take a complete one eighty or ninety, I don't know what kind of turn. <laughs> Whatever turn you want me to take. <laughs> I want to be on in front of the screen, not behind it. So I'm behind it right now, but I'm working on being in front mm-hmm. of it. Which nice. feels like a different industry. What about you? <laughs> Little Rissy Roo, what would you do? I feel like I am like torn between what like growing up I kind of like was thinking about doing and then like what would be like a fun job so like I feel like growing up I was like okay maybe I'll get into like marketing and like social media or doing something growing up, like that. that yeah like in high school I feel like that was what I thought I wanted to go do um I don't know like promoting items or like going out and doing events and doing fun stuff mm. um but I think that if I had to choose something that I thought was super fun every day, um, regardless of like how much I was making, I think it'd be something like fitness related, like something where I feel like I can have a good time and like, I can stay like healthy and fit, but also have that as like a career. Would you be owner or a trainer? Yeah. Like, would you want to own your own gym and like run it? Or would you be trying to like have a website where you give people tips or would you want to be like working like having sessions with people every day. I think, yeah, maybe like a trainer, like having like a couple of sessions and stuff in the morning and getting to train people, but also like meeting people and like socializing that way. 
but also like bonding over fitness. That's cool. You can do that now. Yeah, I feel like you totally could build that up. Just do it on the weekends. I could do that. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) If I didn't want to have any days off, I could do that. That's how the grind starts until the balance is sway and then you're doing more of what you want. Mm-hmm. So what I tell myself anyway is that what day the balance change. <laughs> well, we don't know what we're talking about next time because we might switch up the order. But it'll be something exciting. Any parting thoughts? As always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.